Hello, and welcome to Hearty Dice Friends. My name is Grant Howitt, and this is Christopher Taylor. Hello. And together we won't be answering your RPG questions, whether you want us to or not. Not even a bit of it. Not even slightly. We're having a special episode this week, because I've got to go away for a little while. I'm going away to foreign for a couple of weeks, and so what I thought I'd do, just to make sure that you guys are kept topped up with Hearty Dice Friend juice. Dosed. I'd just ghost. I'd just leave and not mention it in any way. I said dosed. Oh, I thought you said ghost. Okay, yeah. No. Um, to, to make sure you were dosed up with Hearty Dice Friend Juice, we are going to... Um, Chris and I are going to... like. We have, we have, we, we are geniuses. We are incredible game design geniuses. Certified. And so, yeah, certified geniuses. That we, we, we went on a course. And we reckon that we can design incredible role-playing games just by going to a random word generator and clicking on generate three random words. And so we're going to do that now. And if it doesn't work, then we promise you we won't be mad if you don't listen to it. Also, we have the potential to to just delete this. <clears throat> nope. Nope, not happening. Nope, all happening, baby. One and done. All no filler, redos. no killer. <laughs> no practice. So the first game I'd like to talk to you about, Christopher, is Graveyard Gear 19. Graveyard Gear 19? Graveyard the Gear The tournament-style beat-em-up. I'm guess I'm I'm getting I'm getting so what I'm imagining is this isn't actually a uh, a, a tabletop RPG. This is a this is a Japanese JRPG which uses Street Fighter mechanics or yeah, a Guilty Gear, like, like Dungeon Fighter. Yeah, like Dungeon Fighter. I know what that is. Okay, it's like what you just described. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, and yes, then yes, like that. But like Graveyard Gear 19, I'm imagining like like androgynous teens in school uniforms and giant robots, but they're like they're like sarcophagi robots. But with the shooting and graphics of Gungrave. Oh, the best game. Is that PS2? Clunkiest mm, mm, shooter in Christendom. Oh, it was gorgeous. It had a dive button, which only made things worse. <laughs> and slower. So I'm figuring you play... Um, so, like, quick question. Graveyard mm-hmm. Gear 19. Is this the 19th game in the, gra- in, in the Graveyard Gear series? Or... No. No. So like, so, like, Graveyard Gear 19 is the name of the protagonist's... Bought. It's it's yeah. It's either like a serial number, mm-hmm. or it's the average age of the of the heroes. Both. Yeah. Why not? Can I put forward a name for the for, for the uh, for the giant robots? You can. Necrobots. Necrobots. Mm-hmm. Or necrobots. Yeah, Where are we putting it's, the slight pause? It's, it's Japanese, man. It doesn't matter. It's all in That's Japanese. True. We can't read it anyway. <laughs> no, but like, no, no, like they'd say necrobots in English, right? I'm not going to do a Japanese accent because I can't do that and not be offensive. Probably best, yeah. But um, I figure it's about our like our main hero discovering the truth behind his um behind his behind his father's involvement with the necrobot yes. um, tournament, and actually discovering that his father never died in that explosion. He is now bound, tortured into one of the robots. Yeah, so he's got to free him. From the robot. But it turns out, in fact, that he was doing awful things to fight an even bigger boss. The Nazis. Oh, I was going to go for like, the God of Death, but I like the Nazis. That's they so turn true. up all the time in anime, it's weird. What about the, what about if the Nazis um, enslaved the God of Death? That makes a whole bunch of sense. I've been watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I keep watching it. It's getting gayer, which I like. Yeah. It started off pretty gay. 
but it's getting increasingly gay. And so I enjoy that. But it's about it's about very beautiful, hugely muscled men engaging in the world's slowest fights. Good. Like they'll they'll throw a punch at someone and then before the punch connects, explain their theories behind the punch. Oh, well, as long as they're explaining the violence, mm. I'm sure it's okay and valid. It's it's a it's a remarkable thing, Jodo's Bizarre Adventure. It is indeed bizarre. And every it's very every colourful. It's hugely colourful. Um and those aren't what faces look like. No. I've seen faces and those look more like I kinda like statues, I guess. Or like a very beautiful knee. <laughs> Just a real real shapely knee. Mm. Yeah. Alright. What's yours? What's your random work? Because I, I want to try and get tabletop RPG out of this, because otherwise I'm just, I'm just, we're just ripping off Cool Games Inc. But without any of the support, <laughs> that's fair. Warp Caribou Barber. <clears throat> wow. Again, sounds like an anime. Yep. We need to veer Warp. away from the anime. Warp Caribou Barber. We push Caribou. that down to the tabletop. So I'm feeling the idea of like Space Canada. Yep. Mounties on the on the on the final frontier. Canada secedes from Earth, being too polite to to, to take it anymore. Mm-hmm. It goes up into space, so it warps up into space, and so um, the, the idea of like you know the Federation in uh, Star Trek. I do. That's just Canada. Yeah, well, I mean, when it comes to it, like when when yeah. the Earth dies, Canada's uh-huh. going to be one of the few bits left. Yeah, because it's got things like caribou and moose in it, which are just indestructible. Mm. I think but I'm also, it's got all the natural resources and less dickheads. Can I? Can, can we cut out Barber from this suggestion? It was just the warp caribou. So warp caribou. So, so you, you play space Canadians. And... Hang on, no, no, no. I've got it. All right. You play the incidental characters uh-huh. on the space station, like sort of Deep right. Space Nine space station. Okay. And it's all about how you influence people. To go on their ah. missions, so like you're cutting the captain's hair, and you're like, "Well, maybe we should go war- to war with the Glovarkians." Oh, that is true. Social intrigue. Ha- mm. Can I put forward another idea? Please do. Please do. What we do, we take the idea of Star Trek, but we push it to. It's like you know how in Star Trek they often ended up fighting with people. <laughs> yes. Even though they're supposed to be on a peace mission. And you know how in most role-playing games you've got like eight chapters on weapons and combat and armour and space combat and then you've got maybe like a rule for diplomacy? Yeah. You have a diplomacy chapter, you have a a, 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 a lying chapter, you have a um, veiled threats chapter, a barber chapter, a gift-giving chapter, and then in the combat chapter it has one rule which is gun d6 damage. <laughs> we completely no, d6 hit points. We completely invert the idea that combat has to be the most complicated part of any game because this is a game played by, for, and with Canadians. Yeah. Who are too who polite take, for who, that. Will, who will take the time to read it? As a splat book, could we have middle class English people? Yes, I think we'd need that so I could play. You could have the skill where you apologise when someone runs, runs hard into you? Yep. Oh, I'm terribly sorry you ran into me. Yep. And like when, when they're furious at you and you have no idea why. Mm. But you can intuit that they're furious. Yeah. Um but you just you just can't go I'm sorry, are you angry at me for something? That's actually kind of an interesting game. Like you uh you play Americans and so, so it's like one of you plays an American and the rest of you play Brits, but the Brits agree while the Americans are at the room on like bizarre innuendos that make no sense to an American. So you say, hmm, it's quite good. Which means it's the best thing available. 
Yep. You know? Yes. It's quite good, actually. To be fair, uh, though, in today's cosmopolitan age, you could quite conceivably just get an American. But then, but then they'd probably know what it meant. The thing is, like, you pick you pick words that like you invent your own new innuendos for the game, possibly rolling on a table, and then the American has to the American in inverted commas because um, maybe you don't get an actual American to play it has to intuit what the fuck you're talking about. But as an Englishman, I do I do that all the time anyway. That's what I'm well, saying. The, mm. Oh, because I see because we don't understand each other either. Exactly. We're not an emotionally honest race. No. No, especially um, especially once you get up to the middle classes. We, uh, yeah, nobody we says like anything. To, we don't like to talk about emotions at any point. <laughs> or really have emotions? No. Yeah, we don't talk about ourselves, we talk about our achievements. I'm going to give you another can game. Simply, which can simply be, I've got a new vase. Have you seen it? That's enough. <laughs> That's an achievement my, around these parts. Chris, my new game. Uh-huh. Degrading Pilgrim Casket. Oh. Oh. <clears throat> so a, a great pilgrim has died. Yeah. And his tomb desecrated. Ah. And you must find out why and whom. Investigative missions. I have an idea. Is it Carabone Space? Yeah. No. Uh, so uh, vampires were discovered in England. And um, unkillable, they were put in degrading caskets and exiled to the thirteen colonies of America. So, what's it, and, sorry, what's a degrading casket? Um, it's like uh, you've just written like whoever in this casket is a big bag of assholes on the <laughs> side of it. <laughs> it's just not just like the tops perspex, but they've drawn a silly face on the perspex. Only stupid wankers get in this casket. It says <laughs> this guy's a dipshit. <laughs> Special casket for pricks. <laughs> pricks only. Yeah, um, that sort of thing. But like, right. so, so you play, or, or maybe like, let's have it. Um, it's, it's difficult, different because I, I, but or maybe, maybe not vampires, but like, you play spacefaring pilgrims who have the whole sort of self-flagellation thing, and so you're 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 um, drop podded into worlds in these in these degrading caskets, and you have to try and spread your awful faith. This is terrible. Or, Give me another. No, no, oh, you no, got, no, you no. We'll, 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 we'll keep that. I really like but the let's, words. Let's stretch the timelines. Hmm. So you're fired into space, literally in a degrading casket. So in, oh, so it's it's breaking apart. In a no, but in a hundred thousand years, hmm. it will degrade. You'll come out hmm. of cryo sleep. Ah, and then you've you're got the, you're pilgrims. And and yeah, <clears throat> that's fun. I like that. That would work. So, so um, actually, never mind fired into space. You are a time capsule. Yeah. And the idea is that these that these these pilgrims are like they're burying people in, in in these caskets, which will degrade, and then like they'll wake up at some point in the future when they're needed. And you in a play, sort of Arthurian legend sort of way. Yeah, and you play completely. But okay, so I just I, I want to put a, a bit of a Grant Howard, Chris Taylor spin on this. It works as well as you'd imagine. <laughs> so they've Everybody got no comes fucking, out looking like yeah. Robin Williams in Jumanji. They've got no fucking clue what's going on. They are immediately infected by every virus on the planet because <laughs> yeah. their immune systems haven't kept up. But no, Trying like, to read uh, the newspapers and not understanding that they're touchscreens now. Viewing it a bit like a a bit like a time traveler game, except you you have been to, you are the chosen one, the pilgrims to the future. And like and like, but like we flash back to ancient Egypt where they were using these 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 like strange, uh, ha- poorly understood magics and science to 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 entomb people, and then 
eventually the, 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 the pyramids break and you wake up and you have to try and solve a crime. <laughs> Our king died. But of what? Hmm. I think it was old age, sir. Murder, was it? No, I, I think, <laughs> no, I think he died 10,000 years ago, sir. Mm, <laughs> murder most callous. And he's gotten away with it for 10,000 years. Quick, reattach my arm. Let's solve this. <laughs> hit me with another. Hit me with another. Above diamond hour. Keep going. No, really, I was imagining diamond hour to be a nightclub. Oh, okay. So it takes place above diamond hour. Does it, again, it feels quite sci-fi again. It does, doesn't it? Bent uh, curse so beggar? That sounds like an unknown army's class. Above Diamond Hour. Above Diamond Hour. No. I'm, uh, no. I'm going to go for one. Alright. Ephemeral, aimless megacity. That writes itself. Yeah, man. So you've got, you've got a ghost city, which appears, and only those who are in touch with the dead can be part of it and so it overlays so it is aimless in that it's, it's sort of scudding around the um, the real world like randomly coming up and so you have a, a bit like um, when people would follow a band around yeah you get you get uh, um, from dead. yeah well there you go you get the um, the 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 fans as it were of the city of the dead who can who can interact with the city of the dead in some way and you play these people who are effectively going around on a concert tour trying to Fight crime and do well. While, like, let's say, for example, um, you are um, your protectors. So, kind of like in a werewolf sense of the word, or in a geist sense of the word, you yeah. uh, like you protect the barrier between between the living and the dead, and your ghost cops. I'm always down for ghost cops. Like, um, what was it like? R.I.P.D. But not that. That was amazing. That film. Nope. Nope. Yep. Nope. So good. Wrong. Incorrect, what, Ron. What, Ryan what Reynolds was in it. He always makes good films. Even okay. Green Lantern. What about, what was it called? The Nines? The Nine? The Nines was excellent. It was Bobbins, the whole thing. Yeah. You, listen, mate, you're allowed to like Ryan Reynolds. Everyone likes Ryan Reynolds. It just doesn't mean that every film he's in is good. The Nines was good. Mm-mm. I enjoyed watching The Nines. Different sentences. Doesn't mean it's not a bad film. What system does, does this, what are we going to call a ephemeral, aimless megacity? I don't know, I'm thinking flotilla, but spelt float illa. How about Necropolis Tour 2016? No, then it's uh, a historical game. Yeah. Well, the the people that followed the Grateful Dead around were called Deadheads. Oh, we call it Deadhead, then. Yeah. yeah, that works. So you play Deadheads, and actually it turns out you follow the... Let's set it around the Grateful Dead. You follow the Grateful Dead around, and this, and this, and this megacity is trailing behind them. Or, or that's their tour bus. I'd like to imagine that the Grateful Dead have no fucking clue what's going on. <laughs> I can fully imagine that, to be fair. Mm. I'm figuring we have, like, the, uh, you can't, like, you can't enter the, you can't physically enter the, the necropolis, this aimless ephemeral city of the dead. So actually it's quite an aimed city of the dead because it's being tra- trailed around behind the Grateful Dead, but shut up. <laughs> um, you can't enter this physically, so you have to pass out. Right. Um, presumably getting off your tits on something and then projecting yourself into there. And like, I like the way that you'd have to. Because I've wanted to play a game forever about where there's one character who can like who can do something incredibly useful, but they have to pass out to do it. 
Drop hacking. Drop hacking, yeah. Or um, We've tried to put it in every game. It's in Unbound, in the Splat Book. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's in the Splat Book. One of the special powers is you fall unconscious and become more powerful. <laughs> <laughs> it's in a game called Ethoscope, which is, I think, the one thing I really liked from that game. Yeah. It was a bit cogsy. Mm, yeah, well, it was a different time. I was more cogsy. It was ten years ago. Yeah. I quite like that. I mean, God, I, I made my own set of goggles out of um, toilet roll. You did? They look quite good. In a sort they were, of they were pretty way. good. Sorry? They were, they, they were pretty good. You did You did well. Mm. Would you Here's like some more words? I've got one for you. All right. Tenth biological mind. Tenth or tenth? Yes. Tenth. Tenth biological mind. It's the opposite of eclipse phase. <laughs> yeah, it's the it, it, it's human evolution. So you get extra minds in there, not in there. Oh. but it's the it, it, oh it's the, the tenth one. Yeah, it's the it's the tenth evolutionary stage after man. Oh, so 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 we're we're number one. Well, no, we're number like what four? Okay, we're number four. What's number five? Telekinesis. Oh. Yeah, yeah, like X Men powers will be the next one. Okay, X Men powers, and then time travel. Yep. Then gaseous form. Then light. Then light. That brings us up to eight. Then, um... But it's... No, actually, it can't be light or gaseous, because it's the tenth biological mind. Yeah, well, I mean, you can have a biological gas. You can't have biological light. You can have light emitted by... Yet, my friend. (laughs) Light doesn't evolve, Grant. That's not how light works. Listen, God works in mysterious ways. If God wants light to evolve, it'll evolve. It just takes time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep that up, I'm sorry. No. Well, may- maybe evolving light is the tenth biological mind. Have you thought of that? I I had. You just said it. What if light could could, could assume, could change direction and where it wants to go and what it wants to do? Then it would be utterly pointless. What would it do, actually? It's not like it can affect I much. I don't know, but it would mean that we'd never see anything. It could pull in places. Well, you'd have to go and shove your eyes somewhere to see maybe what was over by the dresser. Mm, that's true. We'd have to enslave light. Yeah, which... Tra- it... Trap it in torches and fire it out at things. Yeah, just go in a straight line, git. That's the game. Yep. Light 100%. gives up. <laughs> light just has enough. Uh, it's actually, that's actually called Ten Candles and it exists. Yeah. Alright, what's yours? Give me, give me a word. Global Cinnamon Halfway. I mean, it's delicious. I, I don't know. So, you see, what I'm thinking is these ones yeah. where it's just random words that don't sound cool, which is a yeah. big thing, and then you just need to sound cool. What yeah. you do is you show each word to one of your players. <laughs> at the, no, at the beginning of the game, and then you take right. it away from them, and then go, right, you're going to need to put those in to disarm the bomb. Okay. And then you have a year-long campaign where you eventually mm. end up next to the bomb. It's like, right, put the words in. What words? I'm sorry, that was literally your job. Mm. Empirical century harpoon. Wow. Yeah. What we? I want. I, I want to write again. I want to write. So let's 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 take the idea of steampunk, then take the ideas of steam and punk out of it, and have it as vaguely Victoriana. Yeah. What What are we hunting in this empirical century harpoon? I want to hunt something other than whales. That's fun, but like dangerous. Hippos. Mm, I guess. They're bloody dangerous. 
I was thinking more like dragons. Oh, okay. That's, that's been done, hasn't it? Wolverines. Like the X-Men. The Honey Badger. That's, that's too dangerous. Yeah. Cats. Just house cats. <laughs> Kill a wizard. Kill a wizard right out. Insect French teeth. <laughs> Insect French teeth. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's a twisted uh, dentist who's putting in all of his fake um, the fake teeth he's installing. Uh, uh, they're actually full of uh, full of egg sacs, uh, and they uh, they burst and blow the gums out. And he's and he's French. Yeah. Well, why not? Yeah. Well, no, maybe the insects are. Ah, maybe we. Chris, proper, we haven't invented a single game. It. We haven't invented a single game. We're twenty minutes in. We've created a lot of settings. Mm. Candy make a hectic buffet. Breakaway domination brigade. I mean, I'm into that. That's a game. That's maybe that's just okay. A game. Okay, the breakaway domination brigade. Let's see if that. that let's, let's let's actually let's, let's focus in on something. Not the candy let's make a hectic home. buffet. Candy make a hectic buffet is a board game. Yes. Um, one which I would or not an expansion pack to Zool. Give me the so it's breakaway domination brigade. Yes. Okay. So for the setting, I'm feeling it's urban horror or something else. No, I'm sorry. I was waiting for you to continue. Oh, okay. Oh god. I was entranced. Um, okay. Urban horror and the domination brigade are mind domination. But because I want to sell this to the whole sort of Zack S crowd, also sexy domination. <laughs> like, we're going to have sex when I tell you to. Oh, how exciting, that sort of thing, you know? Yeah. S- flog it on that. And, like, you know, clockwork bum <laughs> machines. Flog it on that. Oh, that's clever. Oh, yeah. And like those, no, those, those masks with the zips on them? Never got those. No, can I, can I just say, I don't get the whole covering people's faces thing. I really like humans. Faces if I'm gonna, are nice. If I'm going to put my bits in something, I want it to be human. I don't want to dehumanise that anymore, you know? Mm. But I guess they're into the whole dehumanising element and the whole sort of, like, you're a thing. And I just, I fear for zips. Like, oh God, things yeah. get caught in zips. I I don't those mind are, the whole thing. I just worry tricky. about hurting, hurting someone. <laughs> those are tricky you know? at the best of times, especially if you've not got your knickers on underneath. Exactly. We've oh all my. come a cropper. <laughs> Breakaway Domination Brigade. Mm, so the Breakaway Domination Brigade are a um, a. The state is run by an evil organization. Um, yeah. Tell me something I don't know. Uh, it's 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 run by mind control, Topical. and so and so we're getting we're talking like it's a it's a utopia dystopia. Imagine that it looks like a utopia, actually a dystopia, right? Everyone's mind controlled to be happy all the time. These so it's equilibrium. Bre- it's equilibrium, yeah. Um, yeah. These breakaway, but like slightly more colourful. Okay. Because you know, mm, reds and blues. Oh yeah, pick two colours. Um, can we have, <laughs> can we have purples? If you want. Can we have purples as well? Well, it depends how close the red and the blue are. <laughs> purples are heresy. We have, <laughs> we have, we have reds and blues. We have some colours in there. And the Breakaway Domination Brigade have their rebels who have broken out of the government mind control, but they were themselves government mind controllers. So again, mm-hmm. the plot of equilibrium. But rather than destroying art, what they're doing is they're going around and building mind-controlled cells. Like they're, they're, they're half-liberating people, but if they can't be liberated, they are then dominating them to fight for the resistance. Oh, moral grey area. Mm. So, like, these people are doing terrible things, but did they really want to? And if they did really want to, is it, like, 
this like murder is a is a common thing in a lot of role playing games, but like what about mind control? How does that work? And so that that's an interesting thing. I think like like your your character is made up of um, mental things that you've stolen from other people or people who you have control over, and your actual character is kind of a weird shady person. Oh, that's kind of cool actually. So like you never really meet your actual character, just people that they've dominated. Yeah. So you just you just trade in and out of people. Yeah, so like, kind of like oh, I'll send Le- I'll send Leslie that way. That's kind of interesting. So like you've got that troop play idea, and like if if needs be, you can all jam yourself in one head, and suddenly his nose st- his nose starts bleeding. But also, you've got the the paranoia feeling of expendability. Mm. Yeah, because so you cause... can just you can just hang on. I've I've got this, and just stand up and just get hit by the bullets to stop to stop the important person dying. Oh, that's kind of interesting, actually. So, like, I'm, I'd, be, I'd be interested to see how, how you do the stats on it, and how, how you do that, because I'd want the the individual bodies to mean something rather than just oh, he's got plus two to whatever. Yeah, I'd want like like this guy is a this guy is a covert ops uh, soldier who I who I, who I've mind controlled. So, like, he has the muscle memory and he has the skills which I can utilize. So he can and he has the connections and he has the athletic ability to kill people who need to die. Now, a housewife can do that, but she's not going to have the same training and connection. So I want to try and keep him alive. Yeah. And so, like, but but then similarly, like, she has different connections. She has different skills. Uh, she isn't, like, on the watch lists for eight different governmental agencies. Yeah, and plus you've got the, the nice thing of having not only kind of um, people as equipment. Hmm. Um, but also, say, you've I, got I, I, the. You say nice thing, flavorful Wait, thing. The, yes, the, the fitting for the game thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also, you've got the the feedback of like, you've you've been in a body that's just been killed. Mm. Like that's got to affect your mind in some way. And like, and like, you you shock awake for a second. Like every time your body dies, part of your brain just sort of just sort of comes off and 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 stays in there. But yeah. you, like, you wake up and you're in this either a sort of, you're you're suspended in a milky fluid, or because because you've had to um, oh actually shit this is much better because you've had to. Um, free yourself from the government machine you're just in a bathtub with a sympathizer and so yeah, I, 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 what I'm imagining is kind of like um, a dentist's chair mm. um, in in like a really dingy room and there's two other people there holding it's you down it's like that bit in Minority Report where Tom Cruise gets his eyes t- uh, doesn't he get his eyes taken out or replaced I can't remember. It's been so many years. I, think he I, remember, eye... I remember the ladies in the bathtub in that. Mm. He, I think, I think he gets his eyes replaced because like they're scanning, and so he needs to get them swapped out. Oh yeah, um, and it's pretty gross. Um, and the other one is um, uh, a scanner darkly, and just kind of the the visuals and the idea of the of the drug culture around that. Yeah, and the intelligence culture, but the idea that you have like. Like in the in the actual government, they have these wonderful, um, well-appointed, comfortable things where where, where the where the, the dominators, as they're known, or the operatives, sit down and they and like they have this they, they have like proper uh, drugs to, to like to to keep their levels up up in their brains, and they've got proper IV drips, and they and like they have um, uh, electrodes which which keep their muscles energized, and they have like one month on, two months off, that sort of thing. But and also, then, you can have. Um... The like the rank and file, 
like yeah. the generic human that the state has dominated, mm. run from server bank. Okay. So they're, ju- they're 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 just run by proxies. They're just going through the motions. Yeah. Okay. So they're, they're, they've got, they understand basic programming. So that you means see, that, like I, I, you've I, got I, a very basic version that's like a load of car batteries strapped to a laptop. You see, I, I'd, much rather have, I'd much rather have that everyone has free will until you dominate them. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. But rather than they having can, drones. But yeah, you can when they the state can dominate mm. for a short time and fully control. Okay. With rote computer programs. Oh, so like, like, it, ne- like it can it can upload a a rote computer program to someone's head for a while rather than using a dominator. Yes. Right. Okay. And, C- and you, like and you can do it for about ten minutes if you really need to with a jerry-rigged version. Right. Okay. That's fun. So like so so you can do things like I need everyone in a ten-block area to suddenly call this one number on their phones. Yeah. Or like, yeah, that's interesting. So, so, yeah, so, so for like wide control. scale, for basic basic yeah. commands, you can do that. Otherwise, you need to be inside a head. But it's incredibly grimy, and you can't oh, yeah. actually like you can't really move very much. You're crawling, like people are dragging you places. Maybe you can walk. You probably yeah. can't see anymore. You could probably walk if you've been out of it for an hour. Mm. But it, like, it's 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 a bit like running a high level vampire game, I guess. Except yeah, there's no dragging a Methuselah around. Yeah, except that like, there's no sort of oh god, the Methuselah's the Methuselah's awake at night. It's like there's like you, you've got nothing. You have to be continually protected by rings of security. And actually, getting kind of a PvP element in there, so you push this, you push the ideolo- the ideology forward. So everyone's um, rebelled for their own ideas, and then from that they, like, you might sell out your your other operatives to push yeah. your own ideology forward. Um, and you've got the wonderful thing of the paranoid agent uh, who's overtaxing his brain through multitasking. Oh, yeah. Not only is he is he dominating into the mission, mm. but he's also dominating one of the people in the room watching him. Yeah, or like he's um, which is just going to destroy him, the mind. He's um, he's managed to capture four other dominators who he's dominating. Yeah, and just getting and absurdly spread out. It. Yeah, absurdly spread out. That's kind of interesting. I like that. And you got the, you got the it's fact not, of getting lost in other personalities. It's not meant to be funny. No, but like normally this is this is kind of a comedy podcast about games. Yeah, it's not it's not it's not talking teacups, you know. No, that's true. Was that your next random words? No, I I, I saw an advert for Beauty and the Beast about twenty minutes ago. Ah, uh, okay, right. I kind of I kind of this could do quite well. I mean, there's, there's a lot of difficult moral discussions around it. It's in terms of like well, if you are going to be, if you're going to be, oh for sure, if you're going to be mind controlling people, like what's good and what's bad and what's evil, and like how do you present the society so you feel, I suppose, comfortable doing something which is morally abhorrent every yeah. day, but that's um, I suppose actually you're kind of playing the agents from the Matrix, yeah, but in a good way, sort of good in, 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 in a slightly more human hum, humanistic way. Hmm. Hmm. What do we call it? What was the three words? Uh, breakaway Domination Brigade. We can't call it Brigade, man. That's a bit comedy. The BDB. <laughs> the BDB. BDB. Um, I'm everything I think of trust. Is... Mind Jammer. No, that's taken. Fracture. Yeah, there you go. Or like Fractured State. Schism. Mm, schism. I love it. And, and what you have to do is avoid having a schism in your own brain. Yeah. And you are a schism from the state. Yeah, yeah, I like genius. that. Genius, I'm a genius. Mm. Huge brain on this one. 
I think like also I'd, I'd be really tempted to not have um, like the whole sort of multiple personality thing come through. I don't want to have like you confused as to who you are. I think that you want bleed from your from the people you've dominated coming through into your own brain. Yeah, or, rather than um, rather than like I, I have six personalities. Let's roll to see what happens. That's not how it works. And it's not no, but or, or you just go the full ego death route where mm-hmm. your your personality dies in your in your actual body and exists oh, only shit. in the hosts. A bit like an animorphs where that guy stays he stays changed for too long. Yeah, mm, and becomes an eagle. Caw. I don't think that's the noise that eagles make. Oh, it's a very sedate eagle. Yeah. Caw, doing, caw, and took it's doing an impression it's of a what? crow. Right, that's enough. That's half an hour. Thank you very much for listening to Hearty Dice Friends. Um, <laughs> for please. us prattle because Grant's going away. Look, we, we've generated some solid content, and also I really want to play Schism. That sounds that actually sounds really interesting. <laughs> well, once we've done the Spire... We can do Schism, another single word game beginning with S. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Hmm. And we will see you either next week or in two weeks, depending on how many additional um, half, half-length half podcasts we record. We shall see. So until then, we are Chris Taylor and Grant Howitt. We are your best friends and we love you very, very much. We, we want you to you. do well. We love you. Just... <sighs> Every time I look into your eyes, it's like this electricity filling me up and bearing me towards the sun I just can't get enough of it so thank you so much for being part of our lives and listening to this podcast uh, tell a friend about it if you will I'm not even going to ask Please. you to I'm going to ask you to rate and review on iTunes because apparently that's so hard no one does it because I, <laughs> I, I I tried to do it it's literally impossible takes like uh, an so, hour yeah so just just you know like t- tell a friend about this podcast and tell them that if, especially if you've got a lonely friend who maybe likes boys with British accents at the end of every single podcast a nice boy with a British accent will tell you that he loves you. So maybe that's something they could they could benefit from. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, as long as you keep it up, we'll be good. Second that's we stop, true. we lose half our viewership. Viewership, <laughs> listenership. Friendship. That's the one. Mm. Party dice ship. Well, now you know. Now you know. Now you know. Now you know. Now you know.